This is Let's Talk Business with your hosts, Mark Ebinger and Heather Bain. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, a show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses in the San Antonio area. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Timothy O'Grady, a.k.a. Timmy Tickets, who's a senior account executive at Spurs Sports Entertainment. Timmy, welcome to the show. Mark, how you doing? So do people call you Tim or Timmy? <laughs> I, I, I'm stuck. Uh, I kind of feel like I'm living two lives sometimes. <laughs> I, I get called Timmy a lot more often uh, because of the, the Timmy Tickets moniker that's caught on. Mm-hmm. I, I usually go by Timothy in the professional world, but... Uh, now people know me as Timmy Ticket, so even like my VPs in the office, they, they call me Timmy sometimes. That means you're branding. Is working. <laughs> yeah. It's working, branding it's working. Worked. We're also going to talk with Caprice Knight, the owner of You've Got Maids of San Antonio. Caprice, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. In studio with us today is Heather Bame, a certified business coach that works with business owners to gain clarity in their businesses and or business and achieve their goals. Heather, welcome to the show. Always glad to be here. And I'm your host, Mark Evinger, the owner of Krukus Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in giving small businesses a competitive edge by hiring low-cost administrative and social media experts from outside the United States, which is how I built my entire company. It works extremely well. All right, quick reminder for our, uh, our listeners, you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. And if you're a business owner in the San Antonio area, or if you want to drive, it's fine, or fly. You could fly in as well, maybe from Dubai, if you're listening in Dubai and want to come uh, be on the show. Uh, just call our office at 210-960-8210, uh, or you can visit our website at satalkradio.com to be a guest on the show. So um, I'm kind of fascinated with this whole branding issue. So you're very, Tim, you're very good at branding You've even got a little caricature thing that you've uh, had done or somebody did it as a gift as well. So Timmy Tickets, what is the root of that? Where does that even start? Uh, it's, a, it's a great question. I, I can't tell exactly when I, I just went full-fledged with it, but I remember um, my, my direct manager at one point, I'd kind of started using it around the office, and he said, you know, my, my wife thinks you should, just, you should just take that and go with it. Um, it started as a joke. Me and my girlfriend play Yahtzee and I invent little characters when we're playing Yahtzee. Yeah. And, uh, one of the characters was just, just beating the pants off of her, uh, at Yahtzee. And I threatened to bring that character back. We moved to San Antonio and she said, Oh God, is, is this that character? And I said, no, this is Timmy tickets. (laughs) And, uh, then I proceeded to lose like eight games in a row. Oh. And, uh, she said, well, I sure hope Timmy tickets is better at selling tickets than he is at a Yahtzee. Otherwise we're in a lot of trouble. (laughs) So Um, that's the thing with branding, right? So when you, when you can get a formula like that, that'll stick in people's minds, it works very, very well. So when it comes to you've got maids, I mean, it definitely, for me, I was thinking, you've got mail, right? Right, and t- right. Yeah. Gone, is that <laughs> yeah, over there? right away. So, uh, and I understand it's a franchise, yes. but uh, is that what you thought, too, when you're... Absolutely. And a lot of times people will say, what is it again? And that's how we were... It's kind of like, you've got mail, but it's maids instead. <laughs> so, absolutely. Let me rephrase that with people that are a little bit older. <laughs> Some of the younger ones are not sure what that is. Well, they no, haven't watched Meg Ryan. Yes, Tom Meg Ryan, Hanks. Tom Hanks. So branding super important, being able to stay, you know, kind of off, easy off the tongue. Um, so what are your thoughts there, Heather? I mean, I love it. I think it's a great and easy way to just, I mean, I've, I've actually referred people to you. I'm like, yeah, I know this guy, Timothy. They're like, oh, Timmy Tickets. <laughs> um, so just having that. It's kind of a big deal. Off the top of your head, brand yeah. awareness is huge. And 
social media expanding nowadays, it makes it an easy way. Do you play the character or is that your personality great in question. buying Timmy tickets? That is a great question. Uh, again, my girlfriend tells me that Timmy tickets is actually me and who I want to be <laughs> in real life. I claim that it's um, an extension of me. It, it's me doing and saying things that maybe Timothy O'Grady wouldn't do. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I honestly feel like I live a dual life sometimes. Like I, they've blended together so much now. It's, it's been very different. But yeah, it's definitely, especially online, it's a character mm -hmm. that, I, that I play up somewhat. Um, but hey, if that's who people remember me as and that's what people know me as, then yeah, it's, it's turned into way more than I ever thought. And it, all for a good thing. I think you should trademark it. Like, <laughs> yeah. TimmyTickets.com. I don't know. Come, come figure it out. I, so I got it on Instagram. I'm, I'm new to Instagram, learning, expanding my marketing base. Um, but one of my customers was like, did you know that nobody has Timmy tickets on Instagram? And she went and created wow. my account for me. And now I'm starting to use that as well. So, Oh, that's a really super nice. Yeah, that's very good. My, I love my customers. They, they take good care of me. They've helped, they've helped create uh, Timmy tickets. I think that speaks to San Antonio as well, because it's a very, once you're in, you're in and everybody wants to help you out kind of vibe, which is why I love this city so much. It's not as much cutthroat step on other people to get ahead. Right. I know you do very well in networking, too, but let's get into your segment. So first up on the show is mm -hmm. Timothy O'Grady, a.k.a. Timmy Tickets, who is a senior account executive at Spurs Sports Entertainment. So, Timmy, how did you get – I'm going to say Timmy. I'm just going to do sure. it. But how did you end up with the Spurs? Um, well, of course, like everything else, that's that's a crazy story. But um, So I, I've told you and, and now everybody can know, but we, we truly got forced out of California. I moved here two years ago from San Diego. I lived in San Diego for 20 years, and housing costs were just a lot. Uh, my girlfriend's family is from uh, outside of Houston. We kind of looked at each other and we said, I think it's time. I think it's time to move to somewhere more affordable. So the decision was made to move to Texas, interviewed for a job in Austin, didn't get that job. Um, another company out here hired me and waited six weeks for me to move from San Diego to San Antonio to go work for them. I even went as far as going and meeting everybody there and shaking their hands. And in the time that that happened, I had applied for the Spurs uh, nine different times. I applied for a job with the Spurs. Uh, and then about a week before I was set to have my very first day with this other company, they called me. And I was still, we were still looking for a house. And I remember I very clearly said to them, God, I, I really wish you guys would have called me. I, I, I took this other job. I really appreciate it. And they said, well, why don't we, why don't we just see what happens here? And uh, instead of going to my first day at the other company, I went to what was the fifth and final interview for the Spurs. And I even asked my now manager, I said, hey, man, like this is a fifth interview. Is this, is this a done deal? You know my situation. I have this other job lined up. He said, I, I'd love to tell you it's, it's not a done deal. Everybody likes you. And we were at Ikea. I looked at my girlfriend and I said, what do I do here? I said, if I don't go to this job and then I don't get this job, we're right back where we started. Right. And uh, she looked at me and said, uh, you know exactly what to do. And that was it. That was off and running. I took a lot less um, upfront money to, to work for the Spurs. And it was the greatest single decision I probably made in my entire career. Why? Awesome. Um, I mean, <laughs> call it what you want. It's life-led us and me to where we were supposed to be, this just clicked. This just clicked from day one. Like I wasn't Timmy Tickets. I was Timothy O'Grady. Like any job you start, and I, I don't, I don't know why. I was meant to work at this job. It just they gave me the freedom to do what I want. I always knew I had it in me. Twenty years of sales and marketing worked for 
a lot of different companies, you know, I, I can name that you would recognize. I just never felt a fit like this before. And it just happened right away. And I was off and running and the ride's not over yet. You know, we're still there, but I would love to know the answer to why I wound up there as well. But I was just meant to work there. Were you a Spurs fan before you moved? Uh, not a Spurs fan, but I am a lifelong NBA diehard mm. fan. Uh, grew up in a basketball household, played basketball since I was six, still play basketball now, not very well. Um, yeah, so there, there, there's probably a part of that. I mean, I guess somebody has said, wow, I guess I'm uh, I guess I'm lucky to wind up there. And somebody said, you applied nine times? Yeah. That's not, that's not, not luck. luck. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't realize those things, but yeah. So when it comes to what drives you on a daily basis, because I know you're in ticket sales, right? Which uh, getting to know you and how you approach it has been really illuminating for me because you are, in my opinion, I don't know about your space, but in my opinion, you're very creative in how you do it because you're speaking to business owners. That's who I, and you are like, this is how you can make this work for your business. And they love it. So where did that come from? Was that you? Was that your training? Uh, another good question. Just kind of evolved. I think also part of evolution of Timmy tickets. So yeah, I took this job and they didn't have any formal training like any other sales job I've had. They basically said, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they said, here, you sell Spurs tickets now. You figure it out. And I was like, okay. So I, I went and did a bunch of things that people told me didn't work. I, I guess luckily for me, I'm not going to listen to someone else tell me. I need to figure it out for myself. Yeah. So I'll never forget. You, you probably know. I'm sure you do. I went to a San Antonio Chamber of Commerce networking event. It was at the Alamo. That's where we met. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and so I I met a guy named Kip, uh, Kip Stelling. Mm. Um, he was heavily involved in the chamber. He was part of both networking groups that I've, I've been a part of with you. And he was one of the first people I met that sort of, brought me into that world. I had never really done it any of my other jobs before. It was very traditional sales. And uh, Spurs were like, yeah, just go ahead, do your thing. I mean, you sell Spurs tickets, so people really like that. They, I will say, they do want to be around you. They want to be a part of it. So I guess over time, like you said, I found a way. I, I started figuring out real quick, like it was easy for me to get a business owner to want to come to a Spurs game. Hey, I got tickets. You want to come to this game? Yeah. You know, meanwhile, they don't realize that that's me bringing a prospect out and trying to show them what I have to offer. And so shortly over time, I started thinking to myself, well, if I can do this and I'm successful and these guys have their clients and their prospects and they're doing sales and marketing just like me, why can't they use what I have access to for their customers and clients? And that idea just clicked in my head. And I don't know why some of the other reps don't quite see it like that. So I guess that kind of became my angle. I was meeting all these business owners. I was meeting all these other people. And I was able to say to them, like, hey, you know, Tim, we're not, we're not interested. Like, Spurs games, that's a lot of fun, but we don't have the money for it. So do you buy gift cards for your customers? Do you take your prospects out to, you know, probably fairly expensive dinners? You're already spending the money. You're already doing it. I like to say you're just not doing it right. <laughs> um, and then I would bring them out to games, the first one's on me. And uh, I'd say, hey, you, you grab me your best client. Go get me your best prospect. Tell them you're going to take them to a Spurs game and let me see if I can help you make a good impression. And that was pretty much it. They came out. Their prospect had a great time. And I've had my customers say, yeah, I've, I've done business because of you. Um, I'll put on a, a show for you if you bring your prospect out. I'm going to make sure they had a good time and they, you know, got recognized. You do business with Mark. Anybody who knows Mark's a friend of mine. Anytime you come to AT&T Center, you make sure you let me know. Remind me, you know, Mark, I just, I guess I know sales and marketing. So I figured I could share with them what I had access to. And I, you know, I like to say like, 
anybody can take you to Starbucks or give you a steak, you know, but ask them the last, what's the last meal somebody took you to? Do you remember what's the last Spurs game they took you to? I think it's a whole experience and it's, it's more memorable. So if I can open their eyes and see it as an ROI instead of a sunk cost, then the wheels start turning and I can, I can help other people and then they start bringing me their prospects. Well, and San Antonio loves their Spurs, but this year's different. We got a unicorn this year. So what does that look like for ticket sales? Yeah, that's been dramatically different. Um, again, my job went from one thing to another. I'm still doing a lot of that, but obviously it's become a lot easier now, um, which is, is, is different for me. Not good or bad, different. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest difference right now is if I could relay anything anybody, I guess where we're at Spurs-wise with tickets, it's exciting. We're excited. Like, this is going to be, this isn't just any pick. This mm-hmm. is LeBron James, as far as we know. Hopefully, it works out that way. Whatever happens, the excitement is there. But some people are not NBA fans and don't get, this isn't just a number one pick. This is quite possibly the future of the NBA, or at least that's what people say. So for us, the biggest fundamental difference right now is people think one of two things. Um, there seem to be a contingent of people who just aren't grasping what's happening. I'm not a car dealer. Once I get all my cars sold, I don't have any more cars that are mm-hmm. coming into the lot. Yeah, seats so are gone. we're very much in a position right now where seats are almost gone. So there are those who say, you know, I'll wait till next season or, you know, you guys haven't won anything yet. Um, and that's just not the case We're we're going to, we're going to sell out most likely. And the other thing they don't grasp is we don't start over every year. So when you sign up to become a season ticket member this year, during this very exciting time, you have the option to continue that every year. Mm. So in theory, if this starts to take off the way we think every year, we're going to have less inventory. Right. So it's not going to get any easier. It's going to get harder. people will secure that for multiple years as yeah. well. And then it's kind of first come, first serve for re-upping and all that kind of stuff. One of the things that I'm fascinated about what you do, Timmy, is you are like have people, it's an experience, right? So it's not just come to a game, but what are some of the other layers you can add to that that elevate that uh, experience for folks, especially for business owners who are looking to you know, be creative in how they entertain their yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. Well, we have different kinds of seating. People don't know about that. We have something called premium seating. Comes with VIP entrance. Um, there are three VIP entrances. You get an extra thirty minutes to come into the arena, and only about one third of the people have those tickets. I definitely point those out to my business customers. I think because if you're hosting a prospect, it, it it it's a different game experience, and no one is better than the other. It's just. What are you looking to get out of this? So when you're doing business, I think that type of experience makes a big impact and a big difference. Um, Fundamentally, if you get to the general entrance at 7 or you get to a VIP entrance at 7, your experience right from the get-go is going to be different. You're going to wait in line longer, um, VIP premium seating, get access to our Frost Club level. There's people who have been in games coming for 10 years who didn't even know that exists. I've never heard of it. It's another level underneath of the arena, just a little bit less crowded, shorter vendor lines, but that's part of your premium seating. Um, then we go all the way up. You know a lot of people sit in a thing called the Superbox. Yep. Mm-hmm. Probably heard a lot about that. Most of my customers Seen sit it there. Seen on TV. They have uh, My husband's company has it, a box. People love it's it. It's great. It, it's, you're a little further away from the court, um, so you can have you know maybe some better conversations, but they have catered food, house beer, house wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I come and check on my customers. So I appreciate you saying, you know, I know you, you take the time to Do be you? part of that experience. And I guess I don't give myself enough credit. 
Um, but I will try my hardest to come visit my customers every game as much as I possibly can. I want to meet the folks that they're bringing if I can. I've actually made some business connections in the Superbox. It's an open seating area. And so I've been able to introduce some different customers of mine to other customers of mine who are in the same field. Um, but what, yeah. I so what do. about the entrance tunnel? Did, you had something you were doing one time, which I think is totally cool. Totally cool. I was like, oh, I didn't know that that was even a thing that they, get, they can get access to. But you can set it up to where people can be at that tunnel where the folks, the, the players are coming through. What's, what's that yeah, about? And that's a great another example. We have a lot of other things like this. Uh, that one's called the Silver Experience. And it, it, it depends. We have limited availability each game, but you come about 90 minutes before the game. And you can stand on the visitor side or the home side, and you get to hold little items and high-five the players. Uh, it depends on how interactive the players are, so it's up to them. Sure. But, yeah, that's just another extra that I can add on uh, to that experience. Uh, I may have brought a prospect or maybe a prospect's son who I find out is a big, oh, I don't know, you know, Warriors fan. Maybe that prospect got to, got to stand on the railing with his son <laughs> making some memories. It's a huge deal. That, that's when, especially you get photographs. Of that, and I mean, you'll remember that forever. Yeah, and tax deductible, I'm guessing. Uh, well, that event, that that experience, actually, or not, would be free. Um, it's oh. for season ticket members only, generally. So, of course, it's part of my, you know, presentation to somebody. But yeah. hey, these are the kind of things we can do for season ticket members. I guess if I can, um, the way the Spurs treat their season ticket members, we call them family, call them family members, and you know, you might think, okay, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know how much you've heard about the Spurs organization in the sports world, but I was not expecting it to be that same way on the inside. It completely is. Uh, I, if I was selling paper for this company, I would be blown away by how professional they are. But we do all these different things for season ticket members. We mail you things in the mail. Um, you get invited to movies. You get invited to top golf events. Being a season ticket member is more than just these are your seats. It, it's a whole experience. I love it. And is it just the Spurs games, or does that include, like, rodeo and everything like that? We can. Um, we do have uh, a limited number of uh, higher-end seating that includes uh, the rodeo and concerts. So we do have some season ticket members who actually have seats that are all of those. We have a seating area for the rodeo and Spurs. I do have the ability to sell those things separate from Spurs as well, if that's what you're into. As you may imagine, we're, we're currently sold out of all of those type of seats right now. I would now. imagine, yeah. All right, Timmy, it was a great conversation. Learn a lot about what you do outside of just selling tickets. If folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Um, you can contact me on my cell phone, uh, 619-708-4881. Um, you can email me at tograty, spurs.com. I'm on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's a great way to connect with me. I'm on Facebook, and as I mentioned, I'm on uh, Instagram now. Well, welcome to Instagram anyway. At Timmy Tickets. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. At Timmy Tickets, right on. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, next up on the show is Caprice Knight, the owner of You've Got Maids of San Antonio. Almost like saying that. You've Got Maids. You've Got Maids. <laughs> <laughs> right? It just kind of flows. Throws you back to AOL times. I love it. So uh, welcome to the show. Thank Good you. Thank you, you very much. Okay, so how did this whole thing start with you getting on to a, a maid company? Mine is not near as exciting as uh, Tim's here. Um, I was in corporate my whole life. I've always done accounting, uh, controller. So I've always been in finance. And... Um, being in corporate, I traveled a lot, so I didn't really have an office. And I've been waiting for a couple of years for an office to come available in New Braunfels, and it did. So I got to transfer up here and um, got a house and found a church. And the 
soon as I got here, I realized something was missing. I didn't know what it was. And our pastor did a series on some just that, you know, like a hole that missing. And it kind of put a seed in me. So I kind of started looking for something else that I was what I would might want to do if I wasn't doing finance. And um, I'm getting our, our community that I lived in has a Facebook page that just for the residents of that. And everybody was always looking for cleaning services. Well, the pastor did another series and touched on it again. And I thought, okay, I know that's for me. So I gave um, a three-month resignation thinking, all right, I'm giving myself three months to find out what it is. And um, You've Got Maids had come up for sale, and I'd been working with somebody on something different, a totally different franchise. And um, they called me about this one, and I went and met with the owner that was selling it, and he was retiring. And um, thought, yep, that's it, and bought it. So that's it's totally you know, a lot of people totally are going to connect with that because, you know, they sit in church and they listen to the pastor or it could be any kind of conversation. Right. People could listen to Timmy and go, you know what? I'm inspired to go do what I want to do. <laughs> right. And because we come to those crossroad times like you did yep. where you, you got to decide, am I going to do this or this? And, and those moments yes. are super important. It yeah. was very hard. Very, you know, you're I'm looking at balance sheets and income statements versus Cleaning, you know, it's completely mm-hmm. two different worlds. And I had never contemplated that in my entire life. It just fell into place. So well, I, I, I blame my pastor all the time when I see him. <laughs> or thank him. Yeah. yeah. How did the actual experience of going from, you know, a high-level corporate employee to an entrepreneur, how did that compare in reality versus what you were thinking going into it? Oh, good question. Um, it was completely different. Um, I had the luxury of... In my previous job, I, it was not a nine-to-five job, mm-hmm. so I had a lot of flexibility. I had a lot of um, very, my, you know, our, my bosses, my true bosses were in Belgium, so it's not like I had a direct report here in the U.S. So it wasn't as a hard a transition as you would imagine because I'd always kind of semi-been my own person, my own mm-hmm. boss. So, and I came into a great team of employees. They, um, a lot of them are, some of them are still with us today and it's been four years. Oh, wow. Um, so it was the hardest transition was learning the actual business. You know, it's cleaning a house professionally versus how I cleaned my house (laughs) on the weekends is completely different. So I had to learn that, you know, they had to teach me as well as me, you know, teaching them different things. So it was um, great teamwork with everyone involved. And our corporate, is, this is a franchise. Uh, we're just individually owned. Our corporate is in close to Charleston. And we went to a, a, a week training in Charleston. And it, they are invaluable. It's a great family-owned company that's always there for you. So if I ever, at the beginning, I was on the phone with Frank a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what this is. They're asking me you know, how do I do this? And I don't even know what they're talking about. So it was, it was uh, a good learning experience, but uh, easier than I would have imagined just because of the people, the support team I had. And it sounds like you had decided to do a franchise. Were you also looking at another made franchise or was it a totally different company? I had looked, um, originally I looked at different franchises in in general. I was looking at more um, different ways of helping people. I was looking at totally different franchises Mm -hmm. and this, um, I was working with a lady that was helping me. She helps franchise, you know, people buy into franchises. And um, she had suggested a different cleaning company. 
And I had talked to them, and it's a, it's a long process to go through to buy. You know, you have to they have to think you're a right fit for them, and you got to realize you're a right fit for them as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, or they're a right fit for you. So I had looked at a couple different ones, and then I found this one. I was I was kind of had narrowed it down to two or three, but after talking to the franchise owner of this one, I, I was immediately he he had me sold. Why? <laughs> he just he he and his wife uh, started. The company themselves, he used to manage a, a Domino's, and he saw so many inefficiencies, and he's like, I, you know, and, and other franchise owners aren't going to listen to you, and, you know, like, and they didn't him. And so the, the two of them thought, you know, we can, we can do something like this ourselves. And they saw the need for it in Charleston and started the company there, just them individually, and it, it boomed. So they moved up to, uh, I think it's Hilton Head, and then it just kept, they just built it. And, um, he just had so much insight, and you can just—he's a great guy. T- we've talked to him many, many times, and met him many times, and you just—you instantly knew this is not just about the bottom line for him. He really wants to build his teams. He really wants success for ev- everyone involved, and I really liked that. When you so company culture, so client or employee retention is a big deal nowadays. Yes. So it's not just about finding employees; it's about attracting and keeping yes. employees. So what kind of company culture do you have in place that really makes it a place where folks want to come and work? We are very family. um, Our group is very family-oriented together. We know everybody's stories, their history. You know, we know their families. We, uh, as things come up, we work with them on everything. It's very, you do not, you know, let us know in advance, hopefully. But we have people that take off for weeks at a time because certain things happen, and, and we're good with that. We um, offer different types of bonuses, reten- not just retention bonuses, but, um, you know, you've gone above and beyond. So we, we do, and they're not always cash bonuses. They're those gift cards Timmy was talking about, <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. Go to a Spurs game. The Spurs yeah. games. We haven't quite got there yet. That but would we actually are talking, be kind of a cool thing. Well, we're you're talking, a big basketball fan, too. Yes, we're doing team building. So um, every oh. four months we're closing the office and half a day and taking the team on team building events. And mm. we just last week talked about this, about getting different ideas. So I think that's a fantastic idea. Do you ever do anything like that so. with team building? Yeah, we have a ton of people. We have a group game is 10 or more tickets to just one game. Okay. So, yeah. so see, there we go. I'm ha- happy to help you guys. Good so connection. Just, I want that as a referral. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we help, uh, you know, we did this in a way to, and I didn't know at the time that I was, I was trying to get away from doing stuff where I, we're helping people individually. Not that I didn't want to help them, but I would very big heart, and I don't want to cry all the time. Aww. So I, uh, we did. I thought, oh, house cleaning—that's simple. Well, we help our our teams truly, and they help us. It's it's all retroactive, as much as we help our clients. You know, it's um, clean. You know, there's a lot of single parents uh, that work with us. A lot of people that have um, elderly parents or whatever. So it's just a we're always there for each other. It's a, a good family. Have you seen that uh, TV show on, I think it's Hulu, The Maid, yet? I've heard of it, but I have not seen Hulu? it. Hulu? H-U-L-U? Yeah, H-U-L-U. Have you not heard of Hulu? it has got to be a branding issue there. You Hulu have never heard of Hulu? Oh, my gosh. Mark, where have you been <laughs> No, Hulu, The Maid. Wait. <laughs> no, it's just about? called no, The Maid. No, it's a TV oh, show called The Maid on Hulu. On Hulu. I, Hulu. I was like, you don't know. Stop <laughs> it. I thought you were talking about a character. Have you heard of Hulu, The Maid? I'm like, Have you heard of Netflix? No, it's a TV show, and it's about a young woman who, you know, she goes through a breakup. She has a young child. She becomes a maid. I haven't seen it, but I've seen a lot Is of she TikTok. A hit person? Huh? A hit person. 
She's not a hit person. It sounds like Mark, maybe a big I mean, never, the TV <laughs> you watch is a little different. It's a drama. But have you watched it? No, I haven't. I've only seen clips on TikTok. Okay, and they're not about her killing people, right? No, right, she's cool. a maid. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking that's like, that's a code Hi, for a you're, you're talking about the cleanup. You're on this podcast to talk about your cleaning business, <laughs> but let me talk about a hit show. Your... <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> Sorry, man. Look, I was a cop for a long time. I see things differently. I don't know. <laughs> if Marcos order your services, be very careful. <laughs> it's it's going to be a crime Do not call. Cleanup. You've got maids for your hit job. <laughs> well, we were on Pulp Fiction when they called, right, for yeah. the, the, yeah, the, the wolf or something, or something like that. He came and <laughs> so uh, when it comes to like nonprofit stuff, are you guys involved in anything in that uh-huh. side? We do. Uh, we partner with a company called Cleaning for a Reason, mm-hmm. and they help women. It's mainly women in stage four cancer who um, need help at their homes. And so we partner with those and help clean. It's uh, free of charge and we'll help clean their homes. And then we um, we do a lot of things that are not through that organization, but like through people that call us and they have people or they know people that are in need. Uh, we've helped a lady for a year or so that had really bad MS and she she was in a wheelchair and couldn't get to her cabinets and stuff. So um, we do try to keep it through an organization, but just as much through an organization, we do, off, you know, one offset off. people that yeah. call in and say, hey, I have a friend and we're like, Ugh, okay. <laughs> That's so really we love cool. doing that. Yeah, that's giving back to the community. You guys are out yeah. of New Braunfels, you said? Is that No, we're actually San Antonio. Okay. But we service um, all of San Antonio up through Spring Branch, um, Chevano Park, and then down through New Braunfels. Right now, New Braunfels is our cutoff part because it's, you know, it's a fairly large area. Mm-hmm. But we're hoping to eventually put in a little unit there, Cibolo uh, Shirts, New Braunfels area, so we can reach more. Who's your ideal client? Um, anybody really. Our target audience is residentials. That's our main, because they're recurring. Uh, usually we do one week, two week, or four week. And then, um, you know, they like spring cleaning and getting back to school specials mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But we also do do um, commercials and commercial buildings and businesses. We work with some real estate people for make, move outs and make readies. So um, we've got a couple Airbnbs. So it's just really almost anybody. We don't do large, huge, large commercial buildings. Those are more janitorial. But um, anything that's more, you know, house cleaning or. If all of your customers could be made up of one type, what would you choose? Oh, people that are neat freaks already. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, sometimes those are not. Uh, usually the, the there's a lot of people that use us that um, already you walk in your house and really it looks like a maid just left. Mm-hmm. They're very clean, but those are the ones that want their baseboards, their blinds, you know, above and beyond. And then you have people that are, you know, average Joe like myself that you need to come in, wash the dishes, uh, make the beds, clean the bathrooms, you know. So it's just a, we're, there's really no ideal customer. They're all. So you really great. cover. So I know there are companies out there that won't do like laundry type stuff, mm-hmm. but they do more of the cleaning. But you're doing a bit of both. We do a little bit of both. We actually have also started. Um, if you're a customer already, and it's it is a separate price, but we can customize your packages. So sometimes we'll come in and they'll say, "Hey, this week can you come in and do carpet cleaning?" So we have the supplies to do carpet cleaning. If um, we can do if they're move outs, a lot of times they'll need us to do junk removal. We'll do junk removal or oh, wow. um, uh, pressure washing. You know, mm-hmm. you need your yard, uh, your driveway pressure wash before you move out or whatever. So we will clean garages. We're pretty um, versatile. 
We were trying to partner with a company that actually was a moving company. We were going to offer one end service from start to finish on moving. Uh, that company we were working with took a different route. So it's something we're still kind of considering. How do you approach cleaning? Is it a single or is it a, like a group event? In other words, do you have one person that goes and does it? No. Or do you have like three or four? Or what's we always like? send two, okay. a minimum of two. Depending on the size of the job, you know, we've done some here right lately that are ranch cleanouts. So um, they're further. They're like in Dilly and some of the further destinations. But we'll send three and four. And we did one a couple of weeks ago. It was a three-day clean. It was a huge thing. And it took three people almost, almost three people, three days. So uh, it depends on the size of the job. But it's normally for re recurring residential, it's usually two people. That's interesting because so. usually you don't hear of a cleaning company doing like junk removal. You got to get the junk removers, then you got to get the cleaners, and right. then you get the da, da 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 da. So having it all in one package is really unique. Right. Yes, we try to do that. We've done some that are um, people that like to collect a lot of stuff in their house, and they need people to help remove it. Yeah, we're not going to help say do hoarder, that. <laughs> <but> <laughs> okay, hoarders. <laughs> We've uh, so we're um, we're just there to help. So whatever you need help with, you know, we we try to accommodate. What's one of the biggest challenges that you've faced in really kind of, you know, either launching the business or keeping the business going? What is the thing that is kind of a, your biggest challenge? Um, like most businesses right now, personnel. Yeah. We, it's it's good. It's easier to get people who who will want to work. It's hard getting someone who it, people think that this is very easy. You know, it's cleaning your house and it's very much not. We carry a lot of equipment. We carry backpacks. You know, kind of look like ghost. If you know the movie Ghostbusters yeah. with the backpack on, because um, those get in the corners and under mm -hmm. furniture, and you're you're taking the equipment up and down stairs and in and out of cars. And ah, very physical. Um, it's very physical. And the way we price things is usually of the big thing is how long do we think we're going to spend there? It's based on time. So you know, we we don't price a job for someone to go in and take at a slow pace it's very fast paced and very physical so getting someone that can do and you know get to do it quickly as well as efficiently is kind of hard right, so, cool. personnel well great conversation i enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about you've got maids i love that it, it's so easy to say right <laughs> what do you think of that name timmy it, it's already like stuck in my head <laughs> it is right and that's part of the goal yeah is to, how long is you've got maids how long have they been in business as a franchise uh, when since, did they start i believe 85 oh wow oh, so they've yes. been around a minute yes sir is the movie even made then that's probably right when, yeah, the, right. That when movie, the movie you've, about that time mail came out right yeah it's been around for a while so oh. 85 no 95 I, i'm gonna take that back it was 95 because okay, so the movie was definitely yeah Brett's like case. i'm not saying anything 95. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, but like I said, it started off as just an in, uh, a, a couple, you know, a married couple. Well, that's the so. thing. I feel like most of those names, they there are very few that are just completely original. Crookus is probably one of the most just completely original ones I've right. heard. Because most people, it's yeah. like, well, I heard somebody else doing it. And then I tweaked it like this. And now it's mine. So, like, you've got right. maids. I've, I've heard a lot like that. And why reinvent the wheel? It's exactly. already catchy. I had to reinvent the wheel. I just made it. Mark up a word. reinvented the wheel. What was the? I'm thinking of the movie too, but hold on. I'm, I'm just remembering now. This goes further back. Remember the You've Got Mail? Well, it that's was like AOL. AOL. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's, that's what the movie's based yeah. on. Wow. Yep. That's actually was stuck. In, I don't think I've ever seen the movie You've Got Mail. <gasps> oh, Who was in so that? Cute. Do we know? Meg Ryan yeah. and Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. That's Ryan. what I was thinking of initially, yeah. but I forgot. It's got like a whole history there. No, I like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get her. I get that one with Sleepless in Seattle. I get those two. Oh yeah, there's like a bunch of them. There's also Joe versus the. I'm a big Meg Ryan and uh, Tom Hanks fan, so I'm. I have like every movie that they're in together. They're a great couple, but they're not a couple. What was the Joe movie you're talking about? Joe versus the volcano. Oh, probably their worst. A true fan. It's a terrible movie, (laughs) but it's a terrible one. All right. Well, um, Capri, if folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? How do they find your business? Um, They can call us at 210-590-6243. And they can, um, we're on Facebook, Google, anything. Just Google, you've got maids of San Antonio. You can get us. Love it. All right. As we wrap up the show, quick reminder to check out our latest podcast. Uh, You can catch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com or, of course, all of our social media. That's going to be it for us. Good job, everybody. Well, thank you. Was it easier than you thought? It was. Yeah, good. (laughs) Good. Not so bad. Very, very comfortable. I appreciate you guys having us. When we first started talking about it, I think you were a little – were you nervous about it Uh, or no? Yeah, probably a little bit. I think so. But no, definitely pretty easy easy stuff. A lot lot of fun. All right. Thanks, Heather. Appreciate you coming in. Glad to be here. You guys have a great week. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much. Thanks.